I'm Christian Abbott. I'm Nathan Lavender. I'm Sean Abbott. And this is the Red Mist Podcast. Hello, welcome to the Rimbus Podcast, Season 2, Episode 42, the real-time racing Acura TLX GT, number 42, driven by P.D. Cunningham. What do you think of that, Christian? It's a very good choice. It's a sexy car. Mm-hmm. That was one of the first... What about the... Go ahead. Go ahead. That was, was one of the... GPM 42. <laughs> well, I'm hosting, so no NASCAR name. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Welcome back. Yeah, so this was a uh, four-wheel drive car. The race in the SR uh, SRO series, and I believe that's the same year that Eversley won the uh, SRO championship with the car. Is that right? Yes, it was. He drove the number forty-three car. They're pretty, oh, okay, okay. pretty cool cars. Hey, that's that's next week, Sean. So, yeah. well, maybe, yeah, maybe we'll have Ryan on the show. Um, anyways, on tonight's episode, we'll uh, discuss Nar- uh, NASCAR at the paperclip and chaos. There was actually chaos in an Xfinity race, <laughs> which was pretty cool. Oh, jeez. Um, I, I know what you're talking about. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll discuss uh, the four qualifiers for next weekend's race. So four guys get to race for the championship. That's awesome. And the guy who led the points all year is not even in it. And who's that, Sean? There you go. Whoops. Whoops. I know. Uh, we'll discuss uh, the Mexico Grand Prix. The Grand Primo de Mexico. Mexico. Yeah. Certainly someone's <laughs> home race. Somebody's home race. and uh, Somebody's home race. You know, nothing really changed. <laughs> no a continuing no. trend no yeah no. no. um so. we'll have a little uh news and notes section maybe mm-hmm. uh and then uh we will discuss the uh four hours the halloween four hours new england carding cha- northeast carding challenge sorry i almost screwed that up mm. northeast carding challenge at englishtown new jersey uh we have a special guest nick frangiulo whoa Whoa! Whoa. No, going. no, no, no. What? No, uh, no. Frangulo. Frangulo. <laughs> right. Less. Go ahead and say it. <laughs> Frangulus. Frangulus. There we go. Uh, Nick yeah, Frangulus. Well, it's yes. like someone coming on and saying abate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. if oh, I have okay. Rich yeah. Hemingway, right, he's going to be fair saying enough. abate or abate. He'll yeah. be saying that. He yeah. was giving me grief as I watched the Grand Primo de Mexico with him. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, anyway, sorry about that, Nick. You can shoot me. Uh, anyway, all good. Uh, we will discuss. Uh, you guys uh, podiumed. Yes. Congratulations. How many drivers in four hours? Four drivers. Four of us. Four. Yeah. Okay. I saw pictures. It looked like mm-hmm. there were six. 
No, no. Did that you was... have a support team? No, those are those are two <laughs> other friends, drivers. two friends. Yeah. <laughs> this is a, uh, Mateo and Alec. Oh, Mateo, don't they run that? Yes. Okay. Yeah, they had the event yeah. Oh wait a minute, did they run the touring? Yes. Wait a minute. This wasn't that. Was this theirs? It, it is. It is. But they've. What kind of scam are they, they running? Both. <laughs> what are they? <laughs> Anyways. Okay. Did you guys use the tent? The pop up. Yeah, I used the tent. Oh, that's yeah. Yeah, we, yeah. yeah. So it, it was. Nice. It was good. It, it rained, so it helped. Oh, it rained. All right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, we definitely needed that. Yeah. That was like a wet and wild day. Yeah. Wet and wild. That's why I asked you. I texted you to see if you were running because I saw the weather. Yeah. No. Anyways, rain or shine. Rain or shine. That's good. Did they put rain tires on the carts? No. No, no. they didn't. Soft. Right. They were slick. Oh. <laughs> I'm sure they were a uh, the soft slick. <laughs> they, they, had, they had MG reds they, on the front. They were the uh, what? <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. Wow. All right. Um, all right. Let's get into it. Uh, Nate. Yes. Uh. The paperclip, the baby. Paper clip. Here we go. Paperclip. So, so I'll tell you what. Uh, two spots left going into this race. That's right. And six drivers getting in. Uh, who's going to take it, Sean? I mean, Kyle Larson and Christopher Bell are safely in. Right. So now it's the battle of the two spots. Yep. So yep. Uh, right away, uh, Martin Truex got out into the lead. Your homeboy, Martin Truex, yep. New Jersey's own. Yep, right? that's right. That's right. How many guys? But I'll tell you, can I ask a question? Just be, what's up? What's how, up? How, how, how many guys? So I'm like, oh, this thing is whacked. Anyway, sorry. Um, oh, there's no point differential. Never mind. We'll get to that. Um, anyways, um, yeah, Truex took the lead. Your question? Huh? Yeah, your question. Your question. No, it was just like there was, <laughs> a, a there was short when we came in into past. this. There were eight drivers coming into this, right? Yes, this okay. was the last it, round last of eight. Round yeah. of eight. Right. right, right. So, so in my six. world, in my world, the only guy <laughs> yeah. I didn't want in was Denny Boo Hamlin. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> yeah, and uh, anyone else there? No, because that's the only no, because. <laughs> I'm thinking of that. No, what? but I'll tell you. Uh, he, uh, no, because Kozlowski got, bom- got bombed out, right? Yeah, yeah he was in yeah, the first don't round. Me, yeah, don't yeah. remind yeah. me. All right, I know, I know. So it was really just down to Denny Boo Hamlin. That's in my world. Yeah. I don't know if you guys right. all have guys you hate, but I mean, Lugano wasn't in it, Ty so Gibbs, I was psyched. Uh, Ty Gibbs, he wasn't yeah. even close to being in it. Well, I'm just you, you asked the drivers. Oh no, I'm just saying in the eight. <clears throat> I couldn't name a driver oh, that well. I hate in NASCAR because I don't know that many. <laughs> Hamlin did Christian... Hamlin and Logano are like my and then followed Your by I just, I just don't care. <laughs> it's like Hamlin and Logano <laughs> were one two. Austin Dillon. Yeah, then the Dylan boy anybody <laughs> yeah, the Dylan boys and then uh Ty Gibbs. See? Sean gets it. Yep, I, I get it. Christian, give it, I also give just, it the ball. I also just don't care enough. <laughs> That's just not. There was a great <laughs> you moment. Don't care about I the championship four? I will, I will say, there was a great moment in the race when uh, my new favorite, it's, Car- it's Carson Hosover, right? It's Carson? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. 42 car. Yeah. Oh, Sean, we could use that for the episode. When oh, he hooked goodness. Ty Gibbs, that was the best. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. 
Is this the Are we talking race? about the same thing? No, yes. no the Joe Logano dumped him. No, 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 no. Earlier in the race, Gibbs got dumped by Carson Hosover. Yeah, he got dumped twice. He was just used up the whole race. Yeah, then. yeah, yeah. Good Lord willing, Grandpa Joe didn't come off the stand. <laughs> come up with the football play, right, Sean? Right, because, well, the other thing was Grandpa Richard, was he was all steamed from the night before. So, anyways, we'll get to that. <laughs> oh, um, my gosh. Anyways, um, yeah, so um, I, I'm going to just jump to it. Uh, Blaney won, so I was excited. Well, hey, 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 hey. He won stage two, then he won the race, Sean, okay? That's that's but, fine. Okay. And then, um, but, okay, but now we got three drivers figured out, so who's right. the fourth driver to get the, in? The fourth driver was Mr. Perseverance. Yeah. iRacing pro himself. William Byron. Yes. Mm -hmm. He did really well. He did. He um, did. He did. Did you see his car? The, the pods. Yes, it looked good. It looked good in that. It looked good. It looked, it looked good. good. So we got we got Blaney, and Christopher Bell. <laughs> Love it. Larson and Byron for the showdown in the desert. Um, I, the the race itself was fine. It was a good race. It was a good race. I, I did enjoy it. Uh, there was a moment where Brian Blaney nearly lost it going into three after Benny yeah. Hamlet got into Very him. true. Oh, yeah, that was kind of crazy. And that was actually... That was an amazing no, And I will say this. I don't think Hamlin meant to do that, actually. No, 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 no. He backed off. And it, he it was just... Trying to get I think he just like missed... Like, he's, like they said... Like Junior said, he did misjudge it. And it wasn't Hamlin's fault. I just like the fam fact that Hamlin just, like, you know, was crying after the race. And he was blaming Logano. <laughs> 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 Easy driver to blame. Oh, the, those, those two guys like to see have a purse fight. Logano and Hamlin. Oh, God. They have before. I know. I know. Hey, you know, what, you, know what the, you know what this was? This was also the anniversary of the greatest moment in NASCAR history. I sent you guys that clip. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Nate, did you get the, uh, the over-under on how many times they made a reference to it? Did they make a reference to it? I don't oh, know. I didn't watch the race. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know yeah. what the. I don't know. They that thing popped no, up on my timeline, and I had to send it because I mean that was the best thing ever. <laughs> no, but you know what they made more reference of? What Tony Stewart saying he had it coming to him? No. Or Junior saying? Well, Junior said. Junior said, "I saw that coming from a mile away." <laughs> Oh my God! It's just the call I hear in my head. It's, it's Rick yeah. Allen saying, "And Kenseth cleared by Lagana, maybe no." Like, yeah, and then Joey's Kenseth Joey's dad throwing a hissy fit, and then getting banned from Pen and gets yeah. banned from the pits by Penske because we don't need that kind of jack ass hattery going on in our pits. Yeah. Anyways, so Blaney won. That was cool. So yeah, Blaney's parents that were is, there. Uh, Dave yeah, Blaney. Dave Dave Blaney. Yeah. Yep. Yep. What is he? Um, two time. World of Outlaw champion? Uh, pretty much badass on dirt. Yep. Yeah. And I think yeah. he still runs. I think he still tries to qualify for the Knoxville Nationals. No Last one will probably put him in a car. Or Rico will. Yeah. Rico. Rico Brio. He's a badass man. <laughs> Without a doubt. He finished second to Larson. Yeah. So, man, is just asphalt not his thing? Who? He just try Xfinity car. Rico. Didn't he drive Rico trucks? Rico 
he did, but like didn't really get any results. It's all right. I don't care. He's still badass on dirt. It's fine yeah. with me. Yeah. I did watch the modified race on Thursday night. Oh, that must have been good. It was awesome. The the only thing was like, um, Ryan. What's it? What's your what's your man's name there? Ryan. Ryan uh, Priest. Yeah, he was um, he was leading, like the like running away with the first half of the race, and then uh, they had a little uh. Um, but just about halfway, they had a little contretemps, and then uh, he went in the pit, and I don't know, something happened there. And he had a NASCAR pit crew doing his pit stops, and they and they they got beat by a couple of the other teams, and then he sort of fell back, and I thought he was out of it, and then he almost got caught up in a in a crash, but he came back and won. Hmm. So that was pretty. Yeah, cool. I, mean, I think that Ryan Priest's cup. And pretty much all of his history in NASCAR, it really doesn't speak enough like volumes for how good he is in the modifieds. Like he really came out of that series and like was dominant for many years. I think any, yeah, I would agree. But I, I, yeah. I think the guys that come out of the mod, well, Truex came out of the modifieds. Truex, Truex. Ryan Newman likes That's driving in modifieds. He's like the yeah, he he's, he's like the king at at New Hampshire with them. Yeah, I mean, the thing about the modified, I feel like they're just a completely different animal. I mean, it's like closer to an open-wheel car in it comparison is. to yeah. like a full-body stock car where like to really drive those things, you got to, one, be super aggressive and you have to like really be on point. And the other thing is you, you don't want to hook your wheels. <laughs> no. So, I mean, so you actually kind of learn how to race closer with guys. And then, and then, secondly, I think the way the way the cars are set up with a stagger, I think um, helps as well. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I I definitely agree with you that you know, racing close for them is a lot more uh, of an art than in other series because it's like the margin of error is very small. Yeah, I mean that's why. Like, I mean, like Nate didn't. Nate, did you when you went to you didn't go see any of the sprint car action did you when you went to indy when i went to indy yeah no i did see some usf 2000 more recently right uh and then and then the freedom 100 when it was there. but christian so it's like christian and i went to the two we went to lucas well nate, nate would have went to lucas oil as well right for, but for carb night but classic. watching the sprint cars and the midgets and then uh and then, well, we we missed the midgets, but no, yeah. But then we what ran at uh, Anderson was it sprint cars, sprints. Woof. Woof. Oh, I, I saw some sprint cars at um. I mean, those guys, IRL. those guys are like on those short tracks. I mean, that's yeah, yeah. It's like like Nick said. I mean, that's IRP. you learn how to drive. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think that they were. Midgets they weren't midgets. At, they were midgets at uh, Lucas. We missed them. It was Silver Crowns that were at. Oh, Lucas. Silver that's, Crowns, that's, and then the other midgets, uh, the other sprint car series was at. Um, yes. USAC sprints were at. Um, yeah, the Silver Crowns. Yeah. Jesus, talk about a big car! Yeah. Holy hell, Nate, those are huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, big. Anyways, to, but but uh, it's like but person. like like Nick was saying, like you learn how to drive. I think those guys learn how to drive closer. So when they get to when they get to NASCAR, they're used to running on top of like they can run on top of somebody. I mean that's why Larson's so good. 
Blaine, yeah. Blaine's, Blaine's the same way. I mean, he ran, he ran dirt, but he did not to the extent that his dad did. No, and I don't think compared to but, like Christopher Bell or uh, yeah, Allison. like Bell isn't Busher. Busher, Busher ran. Busher runs midgets, right? I mean, all those guys are uh, Stenhouse, Stenhouse, right? and, and um, Tyler, Tyler Reddick ran dirt. Yes. Yeah, I mean those. Yeah. Those. That's. I mean, those guys know how to like drive the car. So. I mean, you look at the people who race in NASCAR over the years. Like you look at like Jeff Gordon, Jimmy Johnson, like great names. Mario like, Andretti. All, <laughs> yeah, a lot of different things. Like, they all ran sprint cars. Yeah. AJ. Jimmy Johnson raced rally, or, you know, like rally trucks in California. I mean, I feel like racing on dirt, it definitely gives people an edge where, like, they, they're a lot more accustomed to racing think, over the edge. I think Harvick ran dirt for a bit, too. Maybe. I'm not sure. Oh, Nate, Nate's buddy Ricky Stenhouse ran dirt, too. <laughs> he did, but... I mean, I think there's, like, a difference. Like, you know, you see a lot of these top guys who, like, came out of those series and, like, made something. So, of, like, a career. could that be the reason Bad Brad doesn't do well? <laughs> Listen I, to this guy. Brad <laughs> is, like, you know, he's the perfect example of, like, uh, an engineer-focused, like, driver. Almost like... <laughs> you know, like he overthinks it. <laughs> that yeah, yeah, like he, it. he's like a full package. Like he has like a strategy standpoint. He has like a car standpoint. Like he just, you know, analyzes everything on top of the you're driving. A smart guy. You're a smart yeah. Guy. yeah, yeah, and he yeah. he overanalyzes it. He overthinks it. <laughs> Man, he, he'll never back down, even though he's you know Michigan's own. Who? Right. Brad. Oh, I thought Brad, you meant me. From, I'm not he's Michigan. From Michigan. So. No, not not oh, you. No. I mean, I mean, for you guys, it's go green, go white, or yeah, whatever yeah. It is. yeah, 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 yeah. Spartans. Yeah. So. Yep, you got it. Go yeah. Sparty. Yeah. 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 I mean, you really look at the like Roush Fenway Racing and Roush Fenway Kozlowski now. Like you know, in the past ten years, you never saw them doing anything, and then like I'd say in the last two years, you really see them picking up the pace a lot. I mean, you have to. Contribute some of that to how a long, lot of. How long's Bad Brad been work. driving for them? I think two or three years. I mean, is that as an owner, or is it, didn't he drive for him before? No, he came no. on as an owner. Oh, just after he left Penske, that was part of the deal. And then basically, he started a company that was in charge of like machining parts and doing a lot of different things for RFK. And that's actually what got them into trouble, I think, in Daytona, either this year or the year before that, because they're like wheels for the center lock were like. Oh, oh, he's a nasty. cheater. <laughs> no, he's no, a performance enhancer. Sean. Exactly. Is that kind of like when you drill out the uh, window on your car, windshield on your car? <laughs> no, it's like when uh, Stuart Haas was pushing the, the rear windshield down. Again. How oh, dare you? How dare you say this. that? And then, and then, guess what? And then the next week after, Harvick won and pointed right at it when he won at Phoenix. That wow. Was, uh, yeah. Wow. So, yeah. I'm, too. I'm surprised Penske hasn't got caught yet. For something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably hasn't asked for it yet. Huh? 
he probably hasn't asked for it. Do they look at Do they look at the dampers on those things? Do they have dampers on those? <laughs> if they don't, they probably do. <laughs> if not, they probably do. Anyways, all right. So Blaney, Blaney with the win. Uh, Eric Amarillo, second. And what's going on with Eric? He's not going to be back with Stuart House next year. Oh, uh, do you want me to say the rumor? Noah Gregson, maybe. Oh, with At the, uh, oh yeah. Let's. I hope. God, I hope not. Anyway, <laughs> it's, a, it's a rumor, Sean. I know. Then we had Denny Boo Hamlin third, and he still couldn't get in. So, anyways, so Boo Boo, and uh, there you go. He he can't. He has in his entire career has not won a cup championship. Wait, so, what is it, Sean? Denny who Hamlin? Boo Boo Boo. They, oh. Boo. Right. Of boo. course. Of course. Like boo hoo. <laughs> and we had, Ch- we had Chase Briscoe, uh, Logano, uh, Lasson was sixth. Christopher Bell was seventh. Bush, <laughs> Bell and Bush are seventh and eighth again. Jesus Christ. And, and those then, two always find each other on track. It's, it's, it's every time. They like, do. It's incredible. Christian, is that, which one did you race with? Christopher Busher? Bush. You're, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and Dakota Armstrong. Who? Where is he? Oh. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. You said who, so it's yeah. not like uh, I'm right. just the guy uh, here. And then, yeah. then we had Cindric and Gillan. All right. Yeah. Now we move over just to the uh, standings. Doesn't mean anything because only four guys it counts for. And they all start with the same points. One round, winner takes all. I know. Why don't they just just finish ahead of the one, the other three? There we go. All right. Okay. So, so Sean, you know what that means, right? That means if three of them wreck or four of them wreck, whoever finishes like thirty third out of like thirty six, thirty seven, thirty eighth, and thirty ninth, yeah, finishers, he wins. Gotcha. That's really great for. They they could all crash out and I I would I would love to see a lap one crash a whole field is taken out. Lap that's one. that's, oh, a, that's, that's a championship. That happened in the Xfinity race. Like the like three quarters of the field got taken out, and there was so much crap yeah. on it. Like mm-hmm. there was so much oil in the track. They had to go to like Walmart and like Costco, and they bought all the Tide. <laughs> Seriously, I'm not not joking. Mm-hmm. Like all the powder dry powder Tide, and they like threw it down on the track. To get it ready for Sunday, it was such a mess. Um, can we touch on the Xfinity Series fiasco? Oh, I'd love to. I mean, RCR is having a yeah. Because uh, this again, this is another reason why I like Sheldon Creed, who is a uh, protege <laughs> of Robbie Gordon. Yep, like yep, yep, yep. did not give an f. <laughs> yeah, well, there's one spot for the championship. Right. Of course, he's going right. to go for it. Right, he's going to go for it, and like, like. They're all mad at Childress because he's like leaving, and they're all mad that he like you know kind of roughed up their boy uh, mm-hmm. Austin Hill. And Grandpa Richard did not like it. Nor did you Andy. Andy nor stupid. did Andy Petrie. <laughs> like, go sit down. Two old fools. <laughs> well, you know who won, right? Justin Algaier. Yeah, Dale Junior. Dale Junior's caught. Well, that's all right. And Junior was no, Junior. Great. Junior didn't think he was not. He was not. Uh, he was not taking sides with Grandpa Richard. No. no. So, 
I just thought it was funny. It was amusing to watch. I just couldn't believe what I was watching. I was just like, no way this happened. <laughs> and then Creed like, comes, RCR just and then Creed comes out today and he's going he's going to Gibbs, so eh, now he's on now he's on my crap list. He's on a better team in that regard. I can't stand but... Gibbs. <clears throat> no, I hear you, but I mean in terms of if you're thinking of like, okay, which team would I rather be on with a better car? True. Joe Gibbs yeah. is the better team yeah. to be on. That's true. I did like the sponsorship of this race, though. Dead on Tools 250. That's pretty cool. So when you buy them, are they dead, uh, dead on arrival? Dead on, or? yep. Spot on. All right. All right. Okay, that concludes NASCAR. And so wait, hang on, hang oh, on. Let, oh. let's, let's, let's do our picks. Who's going to win the championship? Oh, all right. Larson. Larson. Uh... I would have to say either Larson or Blaney. Yeah, I was just gonna say that. I'd love to see Ryan. Well, Blaney, let's but, let's uh, let's pick one, kids. I would uh, say Larson. Oh, Larson. there we go. Yeah. Oh, Larson yeah, got the kiss yeah. of death. Uh, I mean, uh, I mean, this year's this year is setting up for uh, for Larson to win because F one's had a repeat champion. IndyCars oh, yeah. has a repeat That's champion. Right. NASCAR, NASCAR could have another finish it out and have the, have that stat that I've still yet to go back and look up that I know is there, but. One it's, more fun stat out of this. Yes. There, I think Kyle Larson is the only driver in the final four to have won a championship before. Who is of these guys has anyone won at Phoenix? Uh, let's see. Kyle Larson has won. And I think that's it. Okay. There you go. Because William Byron hasn't. Christopher Bell definitely has it's not. It's funny. Byron's on a roll, too. He's won a ton of races this year. Mm-hmm. Watch it be Bell. <laughs> Seriously. Cool. Just from I don't know. Yeah, no, yeah. just which would be fine. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah. I have no com- I have no qualms with any of the four. So all nope. good. All right. So off we go to the Autodromo Hermanos Rodriguez. You know what Hermanos means what? in Spanish? What? Bros. Brothers. That's very good, Christian. <laughs> do you know who the Rodriguez do you know, what do you know who the Rodriguez brothers are? The who? Not specifically, but I know that they're they, two they were, racing uh, legends. Two racing legends in yeah. from Mexico back in the late sixties. Yeah. Very uh talented drivers. Um, I'm I'm still I'm I get why they go through the stadium, but I'm I would still the like, baseball stadium? Yeah. Well the, the, the original I, track no, that's that's what I mean. This, right. That's what I'm getting to. Yeah, I, yeah. I wish it would just wrap all the way around. Exactly. Because I, I think much that's better. much much yeah. more exciting. Yeah. But they did that when the Indy cars came there. They they thought and it was sexy to go through the infield there. Oh, it was kind of because I saw I saw a video this past, past of, week the, of the old track of well, I've seen video of the old track, yeah. but but it popped up of, of the World Sports Car Championship <gasps> going around there. Oh that yeah, that was cool. Yeah, not that. as good as the uh, Grand Am race that ended with uh, JC France getting a punch out there in the last lap. <laughs> that was oh, awesome. Yeah, that I was that, that was fantastic. That's funny. Yeah. I forget who we got in a punch out with, but it was pretty good. Um, anyways, that was back in the day. Um, <clears throat> I didn't. I really didn't. It pretty much panned out the way we all guessed last two weeks ago. Well, you guys, you guessed the podium. I got Hamilton. I got Verstappen. You, Hamilton. You had, in the every, you had everyone in the correct order. Oh wow! Oh wow, Sean! And who oh, was my dark horse? 
Norris? Piastri. Oh, Piat. What, you sure about that? Yes. You want to? I have it written down. Fact check that, please. I have it written oh, down. all right. Which it's wasn't it's bad. Sean, you finished eighth. Yeah, well, yeah. That, I was going to say it wasn't a bad pick either. It wasn't a bad pick. Oh, that's good. Got points. I think so. Ricardo or Norris would have been the, the best pick. I wasn't, Dark like, Horse every, pick, but. I mean, like, people were like, oh, my God, I can't believe Ferrari qualified one, too. What do you mean? Yeah, I, I mean, it just eight. seems like it just, this is, we, I was talking with my group that I was with on Sunday, mm-hmm. and we were talking about it, and I think they just happened to hit it right at that time with the temperature, the track temperature and everything, and the car, you know, reacted to it. Um, thoughts i mean ferrari always has good qualifying pace yeah no matter yeah. where you go good point and especially at a track that like, i feel like straight line speed is so important i feel like they could really focus the car at how a did, track like how did ferrari do did they get pole at monza yeah yep carlos did right yes yes okay yeah yeah so as nick said not surprising that they did that here because it's very close to monza i mean in terms of I'm, track layout not I'm with, distance <laughs> The the other thing too is I'm I'm with I'm with Charles on or whatever Charles Leclerc Charles on on him getting the the question of like oh you've gotten pole and you just haven't converted it to a win kind of thing I I feel like that stat is just obnoxious and like just the question's obnoxious or I think the question is obnoxious yeah, at ridiculous. this point because yeah. Everyone, knows, I mean, you can you can take the stat like I guess before last year, but the last two years, no, no, the yeah, these last two years, yeah. no, because the Ferrari, yes, has been the best car in one lap pace, but right. the Red Bull is completely superior well, on race I, pace. I, why they bring that question so, up? I don't know. Just refer yeah. back to the sprint race last last week. Right. When, you know, I mean, it's just like like yeah. Max like Max got grief for going. Well, we saw what happened. I mean, yeah, he was right. right. I, he was 100% right. I, I mean, know. like, you know, it doesn't matter where, he, like, if he starts in the top 10, he's going to, he's got a threat to win. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, you can't can just contribute back to the... Where did he start he can, at Spa? He can start anywhere. <laughs> where did he start? He didn't start 19th at Spa, did he? Was that um, true? No, he started... Hold on, I'll tell you right now. 13th. That, think, like that way like back. That. Not last like last year, not it, this it year. Was, yeah, it was last year. It was some it was, crazy It was 13th place. or 15th. 15th. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, it wasn't like people are going, oh, that's pretty cocky. I'm like, no, that's just no, being that's honest. Yeah, I, being I mean, honest. I mean, go back to to Lewis or Vettel yeah. um, when, yeah. when their Mercedes and Red Bull were, were dominant. Like, yeah. they would literally start dead last and be on the they podium. Could, yeah. The, or, or that's potentially how, that's how yeah. fast that yeah, car those was. cars were um i didn't i don't know if you guys touched on this about what happened the post-race stuff at austin the dqs yeah like leclerc and lewis yeah uh, right can't, can't i mean anyways it's it just it just to me it just made it just it just was another case for not having sprint races uh, yeah, because they couldn't. Is, they couldn't. Did they still do they, Park they, Fermé? Yeah, that? yeah. Once, once they went to qualify and they were in Park Fermé for the entire rest of the weekend. Oh my god! So Friday afternoon, and then they changed the track when, too. Yeah, and then they changed the track, but it doesn't matter. It's just like, just like, how do you get the car set up in one session? Right. I really, damn. 
Oh, okay. I, I see what you mean. See now. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, if, let's let's just say, had Mercedes come in, like, they, they whatever, they thought they were in compliance, okay? Mm-hmm. So, say at the end of the day, if it was P, they had P, FP1, FP2, end of the day, they're still, they still can look at the car and they're like, oh, crap, we're not. So, now mm-hmm. they got to raise the car up. And then all of a sudden, you know, now they yeah. fall back and everyone's, well, I don't know what happened. But, I mean, it kind of puts, it kind of puts Lewis and the snitch in a bad spot. Yeah, but I mean, it's the same. I will say that I I do kind of agree with Lewis's comments afterwards of how like, well, if two if two cars had had the issue and we're and we're yeah. not checking everyone, right? Then now why not? this this was I and I apologize. I I know I'm dredging up something from a week ago, but I for that whole time when the it was just they focused on Lewis and Charles. Mm-hmm. They never said who the other. I I never saw who the other two cars were. Okay, they never. I didn't see that. I found out on Saturday, on a podcast that I was listening to, who the other two cars were, and it was Max and Lando. Oh, okay. Okay, so those two cars were checked. All right, and they were in compliance. All right, but case in point, I agree with what both of the the other two said. They got DQ'd. Yeah, you could have, you know, but. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Did you guys know that 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 Mac, it was Max and Lando? I didn't even know that there were other drivers checked. There were four cars checked, okay. and the four checked were Max, Lando. Was it the top four? No, it was a it was a random. Honestly, God, okay. it was random. It just happened to be that it was the first first three on the podium plus yeah. Lando. Hmm. Just happened to be checked. Okay. Anyways, I it just I just you know I I mean I give Mercedes credit. You know they. They, you know, well, we made a mistake. You know, same thing with Fred Vassar. You made, you know, it's like we mm-hmm. made a mistake, but it's like they they got put in that spot, you know, and it's just, <sighs> yeah. I mean, the other thing that you got to remember too is that Mercedes also brought out a new floor right. for that race. Yeah. So it's possible maybe they had something that was calculated wrong or something like that. Exactly. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, the- on top of it, you know, you can never rule out that, you know, a team is trying to maybe cut a corner to gain some performance or something like I that. I dare you. I dare you say that. <laughs> and a track like Coda, I mean, as, you know, world-grade FIA certified as it is, you know, it's still a very bumpy track. Well, you could have been like Checo. Like you could have been cutting the corner and never got called on it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that happens kind yeah, of but... often unless you're passing someone that's a fan favorite or something like that, you know? Yeah, but I I forget who brought that up, but I was like George, the snitch. <laughs> there are so many other races. <laughs> the snitch. There were so many other races where drivers were doing the same uh, thing no. with with track limits, whether it was extending or cutting, whichever one. Because the, when when you have some races that are just super tight, I mean, the one that came to mind was there was Lewis was doing it in twenty one, I think. It was one of the races. He was literally just, I think it was Silverstone. He, he was, was just extending the and, corner and cutting like where everyone yeah. was told not to do that. Right. Um, yeah, I, I just. I, he did again, it in Qatar, too. Yeah. I remember. I just, yes. Yeah. I mean, this is what happens when you're running these tracks. I mean, anyways, right. Right. I mean, and then if you're going to police him like that. Yeah. I mean, the funny thing was, as Christian pointed out last week, was the push a cup race. <laughs> it was no trouble. Oh, it yeah. was perfectly yeah. fine. All right. Anyways, so let's get back to Mexico. 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 Um, 
I mean, pretty much qualifying one. I mean, I'm not shocked, but like, here's the thing. When we get to qualifying and Max is third, I mean, he's actually in the catbird seat there. Yeah, it's the best seat in the house. I don't know why. (laughs) So I'm like, I'm kind of curious. Did he just go, oh, I can be third and I'll just take my foot out of it a bit? I know. (laughs) Well, and then you have the long straightaway at the start. Right. Yeah, that's what they're saying. Yeah. Yeah. That's the best place to start. You get the whole toe down the whole straight. You you can potentially get a double toe, right? Because he even posts qualifying uh, when the top three were like sitting in the media room answering questions. I think Max and uh, Carlos were joking about like wanting a swap spot. Oh, they were because Carlos knows that that's the yeah, spot yeah, to be. Yeah. Like that's that's good. Charles is like what? <laughs> um, now, shall we talk about the star? <laughs> this was no, yeah. I mean, which, gives you wings. Which part of it? <laughs> I, because there was a dragon on there. A what? There was a dragon on the straight for a bit. A what? Everyone was snaking a little bit on the start. Oh, yeah. I thought you meant like in Singapore. Dragon. No, 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 no. Uh, there's a lizard on the track. There's a no. lizard on the yes. track. No, Godzilla, they, they were, Godzilla about, had a baby. There were about five, five cars that they that snaked. Did the, that they did, did the, the Swedish snake. Yeah, or the French dragon, whichever one you want to call it. Um, the French on the street and, and um, a couple of guys were like, "Wow, surprised!" Like nobody took took anyone took, out. Took anyone out. So and then Max got to the inside. That was pretty ballsy, though. Mm-hmm. He split the middle between the uh, the two, two Ferraris. He, he got, Ferraris. He, he had a great launch. Oh and, yeah, he had a he had an awesome launch. Didn't it look like yeah. Leclerc bogged? Didn't matter. Look. Max Max good, usually doesn't know. Max usually doesn't have a good start. No, no, no. And, I'm just saying. I just one. I just thought Leclerc so. might have bogged a little bit, but yeah, once he split it, I'm like, oof. Mm-hmm. And then out of nowhere, hometown hero, Viva Mexico, one lap wonder, <laughs> Sergio Perez. It was like a st- one, one straight wonder. Wait, wait, wait. So, Sean, do you think he was listening to Harry Hyde? If you go around the outside, you can't hold him. I I have no idea what he was doing. I don't know what he was doing either. I I just I I didn't get I mean, why. His whole thing is, I get that you want to win your race, but at this point, you're fighting for your seat for next year. On no joke. And had Hamilton not got DQ'd last week, he's not in second place this week. No, he got lucky with that DQ. And I'll tell you another thing too. Look look where Lewis finished. He finished second, and then also no no no. You know, yeah, adding, but, wait, but but, but if Lewis finished, if he'd, he'd still be in, in by second. how much? If, if he kept his podium position by two points, two points. It's not it's two just, points. That's nothing, Sean. Yeah, that's yeah. no, nothing. no, no, no. I'm just saying, like, what was it? What was going through his head? I don't think he'll be in second after this upcoming week. I don't either. So. No, I don't no, either. No, no. Because I, I we'll, we'll save it for my picks. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, anyways, yeah. um, so I don't know what he was thinking. No idea. And what's he? What's he thinking? He's gonna like. He's gonna outbreak Leclerc. I mean, Who's for me, it just looks like good an act. Of, I'm sorry, Nick. I just, stepped all over you. Sorry. No, no, it's okay. It was just like an act of desperation. Like yeah. he just went for something, even though there were two cars inside him. Like, what do they just expect them to give him the spot? You know. I know, yeah. and then he gives it the old Senna answer, and I'm like. Yeah, on the last lap that works, but not on the first lap. I mean, it was like... The, the, the and not best. even on the outside. Like, that's like a... 
you know, you're making a move on the outside where two people don't have anywhere to go. It was literally Lance Stroll like. The the best was uh in the cool down room after the race, Lewis was watching and he was like, "Oh, he did me." <laughs> Which was funny. From that last was week. funny. Okay. Yeah. That, that was yeah, funny. That was funny. <laughs> but I don't I, I just like you have so much pressure under you. You you could lose your ride. You and know, if you get a podium, just finishing on the podium. Place. Just finishing on the podium there is a win for Mexico, you know? Like yeah. Just right. you know. Yeah. You know, but it's I don't know. I don't know. Then I it's mean, like, I think there's so much to lose doing that. Right. Yeah. And like, even if you wait another lap, I mean, it's not even like you need DRS to make a move down that straight. Like you could just get a toe and you can make the same move. Hundred percent agree. Mm-hmm. I don't. Yeah. I. I mean, I get why Max made the move because you, from that position, you can make it. Mm-hmm. And he did get a great right. launch, and so he was in a position to put himself there. Yeah. I mean, he, right. he could have easily got squeezed. Oh by, yeah. By Leclerc. Mm-hmm. Um. Fair. Fair on him. I mean, that. I mean, actually, that that's that's one incident that we haven't seen thankfully is someone splitting the the two front row guys and then getting squeezed and yeah. just causing a whole accident right because in he, the middle of that he could have got squeezed going down it, when he if he got to into one and got squeezed they yeah he would have went right back into traffic no so I, mean, I mean i mean like halfway, halfway oh, down oh, yeah, the street yeah, yeah. just gonna bring that up 2018 just gonna bring that up yeah 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 so I mean, yeah. Give me right, get in Sebastian Vettel just squeezed Max Verstappen, and, yeah. and yeah. there's no way. I, you know, but I, I, I have no idea what Perez was thinking. I zero, zero. Couldn't, couldn't even tell you. I mean, but, but even worse, Sean. He didn't even dart across the grass like Lewis Hamilton has. He could have. He could have. Ju- yeah, exactly. Just mm-hmm. take. Just go. Oh, I'm not gonna make it. Just go through the grass. And all you can do is plead. Like as long as the other two come out in front of you. No one cares. Yeah. Well, because I think Leclerc cut the corner and then ended up just giving the position back to Max. Yeah. So, So, anyways. uh, From then on, I mean, it was really, you know, until they got the red flag for Magnuson's crash. So, the the strategy was going to be interesting to watch. I, I don't think any of the one-stop guys would have held on to the win because i think max had it covered pretty well yeah by that point um which just kind of goes to show how much pace that that car has um but i mean ferrari didn't i was surprised ferrari didn't split the strategy unless they just didn't think that they had the pace to do it um which fine uh it happens but yeah mercedes committed to the two stop right where i know i know they went I longer think right. I, I know they went longer than than ferrari Max. no no mercedes oh. with, with lewis yeah because I, I know i know they waited longer but they didn't the only thing well what i didn't really understand with them was when they switched and i they, well they were kind of screwed because they didn't have the extra set of hearts right so they kind of screwed themselves a little bit but in in the end, after the after K Mag's crash, it, the I guess the, the sprint at that point, um, you you saw the mediums versus the hards, which was interesting to see in itself that you had 
used mediums versus fresh hards uh-huh. versus new mediums and how everyone kind of shaked out. Right. Um, so, but yeah, KMX crash was wild. Yeah, it was. Well, bizarre. you know what it kind of reminded me? It reminded me of uh, kind of Mick Schumacher's oh Saudi Arabia or uh, or yeah Saudi Arabia. Okay. No, fair point on it that. Pretty reminiscent of that crash and like the tight S's. The way the car fold, very fast. Section. The way the car folded up reminded me of uh, Monte Carlo. Yeah, I was going to say that mm. one as well. Mm. But it wasn't. It was much more. I mean, a mechanical failure than you know. Yes. Down on their own. I mean, I think he went off into the marbles on the last corner. And you just saw that suspension kind of taking a hit. After that, I think that was that was it for him. Yeah, like they probably should have retired the car. But you know, seeing a crash like that, you know, it's it's not too common. That was a pretty big crash. Well, enough for a red flag. And yeah, they had to you know do a uh, a grid start again. And I uh, guess guess you got off fun again. <laughs> Max got another good Max. one. Max. Yep. Max. That time from the from the starting yep. position. And then so. he pulled away, and then mm-hmm. Lewis came through. Some, I, 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 great drive, conserving the tires, did a great job. Yeah. Uh, drive, yeah. drive from the rear was definitely Norris. Yeah, yeah. Lando Norris. Mm-hmm. So what do you got? P five, right? P five. P five. So, great Just, result. Yeah, great I mean, result. it was really. I mean, I think outstanding performance throughout the whole weekend was Ricardo. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. You got a top sport, 10 finish. Right. Qualified. Yeah. I agree. That, I would agree, Chris. Out qualifies a Red Bull. <laughs> which Red Bull? Are oh, you mean the third Red Bull, the second Red Bull? Which one? <laughs> doesn't matter. It's just, I. Anyways. <clears throat> what I'm really amazed to see is how far backwards. Alonzo has gone throughout this whole season. Yeah. I mean, he was really like a P3 contender, P2 contender in the championship for like the first half of the season. And now he's just like nowhere to be found, especially after the DNF that he had. No, I 100% agree. Well, and you know what that does? That that ties him with Carlos Sainz for fourth. And I don't see it getting any better. I mean, if anything, Lando Norris might... Leapfrog Alonso might fight Carlos Sainz for fourth. Right. I mean, so, Alonso's already come out and said that they're not fighting for anything. So, quick question. So, just, you know, looking at the standards right now, how much do you get for a second? Prize money? 18. No, no, points. Uh, oh, 19. 18. 19, 19 18, if you 18, have a fast point. 18, it, it, 18. Would, it would be two points had Lewis not got DQ'd. Yeah. I mean, yeah. this is... This is just utterly and and look and look, he's driving a car that is completely inferior up until well up until the last couple of races. Y- yeah, yeah, Mercedes okay. has definitely found found pain. something. Yes. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. But it's like, mm-hmm. well, they found pace on Sergio. They haven't found pace on Max. No. Okay, but I mean. Like, how? Anyways. I mean, you see these big gaps that, you know, Verstappen has over the field 
like 13 seconds for Mexico. But I Max, mean, but Lewis had eight seconds on Charles. Right. Which yeah. is impressive. Yeah. No, no. They've definitely scooted away from Ferrari. For, from Well, he has. Yes. Yeah, the snitch point. is not. The snitch is in, <laughs> the snitch is in trouble. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we can definitely see who, well, what, who's, uh, who these upgrades are favoring at the moment. Well, well I, I, I think guess, you're going to see... Yeah, you're gonna see it this week, right? Brazil, well, Mercedes. That they're, yeah, we they're at that race. point. Do we want to talk about? I mean, do picks? we have anything else on? Mexico? No, I, I just, I just was just talking. I did, my only thing was, I just the DQ with Lewis last week is significant in the sense that mm-hmm. it'd be a, it'd be two points right now going into Brazil. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well. There's, right. there's no, if knows? he loses that, there is no way he stays. No, right. The, the, finally, the Red Bull mentality. Like, this is what they've done to drivers before. Right? I, if he doesn't get second, there, Sean, there's zero chance in hell that he stays with them. The, I can't year. see him staying. I can't. No. And the thing that you got to question, though, moreover, is like, you know, is it the car itself? working with Checo, like, you know, is are the upgrades working with him or, or is Red purposely slowing him down because they don't want him there anymore? Uh, that oh. stuff would show up on the data. I mean, I'm at, but I'm, I'm like, I'm at the point now. How much is he really, is he really working with these guys? It doesn't seem like it. No. I, and, and because I almost, I almost think Lewis is, Lewis is more working with the Mercedes guys and George is just off, you know, taking pictures of him in Ibiza with his girlfriend, you know. But then you got to think too. It's like how much of, you know, Charles Leclerc, not Charles Leclerc, George Russell's input is useful to Mercedes versus Lewis Hamilton. You know. Right. I mean, I almost when the car was fresh out of the box, you saw George Russell was really fast. And if you but, if you flip it over to Ferrari, I almost think the input that Carlos has given is much more. Meaningful than what Charles is giving. There's yes, a, there's a yes. Diff- there's a difference in giving feedback on how the car is handling and what p- what you potentially need to change to make the car quicker, and there's and versus driving the car and giving feedback to ha- of how to develop a car. Right. So it, it is it is different. So, but so if you go down that route, you're saying that Max is giving feedback that develops the car. You're also saying that Lewis has been giving feedback, develops the car, and Carlos is doing the same. Is that correct? As I understand what you're saying, I, I mean, look, look, look at look at the standings, right? Is that, Three is that of what the you're saying? Four I, I th- drivers are there. Is that what you're saying? I think Max's feedback is is definitely on the the level of knowing how to develop a car. I think Lewis is there now too. Yeah. And I think Carlos yeah. is too. I mean, it gets back to what Nate and Nick were just saying that that's where it's standing in the points. The only reason Sergio's sitting there is because the, the the Red Bull itself at the beginning of the season was that good. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, and he capitalized on Max having a couple of mistakes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, if any. Right. right. So so, but you know, uh, and, and the same goes for Lando. You know, you get you have to yeah. say that. I mean. Mm-hmm. So you take Perez out of the top five, well, and Alonso out of the top five, one, two, three, the four guys that are now in there, I mean, those guys are, 
I mean, I don't know. I mean, Alonzo could, could get caught by no by by Lando. He probably will. I, that's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking. And I would even say Carlos Sainz if, if you know things happen uh, oddly. You know, hey, I'm just saying. There's still a couple of races left. Things uh, can maybe, happen. Maybe not Carlos. Because I, I, I think I the think, Ferrari and McLaren are about the same. Yeah, I, I think the Ferrari would take a DNF for them. The yeah. The, Aston Martin has has pretty much been DNFing these past right. two three weeks. Right. So it's it's not really. You never know. You never know. Yeah. Brazil could be a wild race, right? Las Vegas is a wild card right now. No That's one has a, notes yeah, going well, into that Vegas, race. Vegas, so, Vegas is a wild Vegas card. Is a wild, wild card. So yeah. so there's there's a lot that could happen. Yeah. All right. I think between now and then. All right. So um, at the end of the season, that is. Shall we move on to our picks? Picks. All right, top three and a dark horse. I'm gonna go. Lewis is gonna win. Damn you! <laughs> um, I think Max will finish. No, 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 no. I say Max doesn't finish on the podium. I think Lewis, Lando, Piastri. Oh, double McLaren podium. Double McLaren. Oh. Interesting. And your dark horse for this weekend, I think Ricardo will carry his momentum through. Okay. Nate? Mine's really topsy-turvy. Um, just, I just want to make sure you're prepared for this. I think you're going to see Lando Norris get his first win Ooh. this week. Mm. Um, <laughs> because, li- listen, listen. I like listen, that going listen. on. That's out on the limb. I like that. It's because listen, this is what's going to happen. I, I really, I really see it as Lewis and George are going to see it as, you know, that this is their race to win, and if they can't win, you know, at least get a podium out of it. I think uh, I just really, I just really see Lewis Hamilton and Max Verstappen getting into it and maybe causing a an accident. Unfortunately, I think it's going to be something like that. Lewis, like whoever, whoever, right. But I, I think that kind of opens the floodgates to a Lando Norris win anyway. So okay, rounding that's, out that's the podium, he, you know, coming in second, uh, Carlos Sainz, right? And then coming in third, we'll call it Charles Leclerc. Lance Stroll. No, stop, mm. stop. I'm not, I, I'm not I, a window licker. I'm not a, a window licker. That's his dark horse, a Stroll. Stroll. But, wait, no, no, my dark horse. K-Mag. Fellas, fellas. K-Mag. No, Pierre Gasly. Pierre Gasly oh. is right. my, uh, right. you know, my dark horse. So okay. we'll we'll see how it fans out. All right. I'm going to go. I'm going to be like Christian. I, I think Lewis might win here. Um, I'm going to pick Max to finish second. Okay. I'm going to disagree with Nate on the fact that Max and Lewis are going to get into it. And the reason being is that Lewis is trying to get to second place. Mm -hmm. So I think if there's, I think Lewis is going to be a little more cautious in playing around Max if that gets to that point. If Lewis is on the pole, which would not be surprising, Mm -hmm. I don't see that being a problem. Um, I don't think, um, I just don't think. Lewis is going to – I don't think he's going to muck around because if Perez is starting in back of him, he's mm-hmm. definitely not mucking around. He's going to yeah. – his basic mission is to keep Perez in back of him. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm going to go Mac, Lewis, Max, 
Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Lando as well. Um, nice. And then my dark horse is gonna be uh, Hulkenberg. Oh, right. yeah, Williams pole sitter. Uh, well, my whole thing is, what's the weather gonna be? Good question. That's a big question. Because well, that is a really good question. Hoska pole with with the rain, so. With K Mag of all drivers. Right. Oh so, my gosh. All right. Yeah. Mm. Nick, you want to throw in your. Oh, your... Uh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, sorry, Nick, right, right before you get into it. Uh, no. What, I mean, I think that. Oh, what, no, go ahead. I'm sorry. What, what's I'm your sorry. problem? <laughs> There, look, there looks to be like it's gonna. It, there's a chance of rain oh. in qualifying okay. on Friday because it's a sprint oh. weekend. Oh Christ! Oh, it's a sprint weekend. On. Here we go. Oh, there you go. Oh. Last one of the year. Last oh, one of the year. God. And then just oh. to just to just get rid of it. Just to make it somewhat boring for a weekend, it's sunny the rest of the weekend. Is it sunny and hot? Seventies. Oh really? Not, not That's really. kind of cool. cool. That's kind of cool. So. All right. Okay. All right, Nick. Like, now, now you got the weather Nick, forecast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take uh, Lance Fernando <laughs> and, uh, and Albon. Logan Sargent. Logan Sargent. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. I mean, if you look at like the two most competent people at this track for the last five years, I would definitely pick Max Verstappen first and Lewis Hamilton second, just because I think yeah. no matter where Max finishes in the sprint race or qualifies i think that he had the pace to win here and he's always been strong even in a car that wasn't as fast as his is now mm-hmm. so for that reason i think max can win without an issue and i think that lewis will definitely be able to come second place because i don't think anybody else can really put their elbows out too much but for third place i feel like ferrari never really has any kind of real raw pace there no kind of advantage so i wouldn't pick any of them i would i would say more it's really between lando and george and for third i would pick lando honestly just based on recent performance Mm -hmm. for a dark horse i would probably pick i would say it's a tough choice between Carlos Sainz, who could maybe perform, and someone who's done well here in the past, Pierre Gasly. Yes. Yeah. Side of his first podium. Yeah. Went then Toro Rosso. I mean, there's a lot of things that would have to happen for that, but I've always seen Pierre as like a good driver at this track, mm-hmm. especially with his own Tori. But... You know, if there's any kind of weather inclination, it's definitely going to mix up a lot. All right. Definitely. All right. So let's uh, let's move into the Northeast Karting Halloween 4-hour Enduro. The, yes. The three you participated in. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. And uh, there is one missing person on this podcast, Jake Innes. Uh, we couldn't have done it without him. So I just want to give Jake Innes a special shout out that he did in, uh, in driving the second hour of the race. And so thank you, Jake, 
for your efforts. And his dad is a pretty cool person too. He he definitely you know was an added character to the bunch, and so it was pretty cool to meet him and uh, have him throughout the uh, throughout the day. So I just want to give a little special shout out there. Yeah. So Red Red Miss Racing returns to rent. <laughs> Rental car endurancing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. So, yeah, this this past weekend, uh, we all traveled down to Englishtown, New Jersey, to race at uh, Nick. What, what's the track's name officially? Englishtown Raceway Park. All right. We got to race there in in yes a said parking lot. Um, <laughs> the parking lot yeah. of the park park. Right. It's a designated go-kart racing track. Yes, yeah, the, the, there is, it is painted, uh, lines are all painted and everything, so it, it is well, well marked, um, so you can't, can't miss it too, too much. Has its fair share of paint and, uh, turtle shell curbing. Yeah, the, the turtle shell curbing, I, I, on Saturday practice... So, uh, races on Sunday, they had a practice session or an open practice on Saturday. We went down, or Nate and I went down on Saturday and did a couple laps, and there weren't any of these turtle shell curbings that just got bolted into the, into the ground. Um, and we didn't think that they would be there on race day, but, uh, (laughs) let alone they were. So they were definitely not, or they were definitely some stuff to stay away from. Right, because if you ran over those turtle shells, it was not a fun ride. I mean, granted, there's no shocks on these go-karts, so you're definitely going to feel the whole thing. Um, so it was best to stay off of them, for sure. Yeah. They're not exactly chassis benders, but they definitely don't help you out. No, no, no definitely not. Um, so they they had a couple different classes advertised for this event, so you could either do the rental carts that they had as one class, or you could also enter in with a 206 motor or a, what was it? A ghost uh, predator yep. motor or something. Um, yeah. So you, you could do that. Was that the Harbor freight motor? Was that the Harbor freight motor? Yeah. Yeah. But um, I, I think there was a clash of events cause there was also the Spartan race in Maryland um, going on at the same weekend. So I think a lot of the, the 206 guys that, probably would have came and uh were down there and then also i I think probably the weather might have frightened a couple of them off as well but um there (laughs) there were 13 entries in the rental cart class so we were one of 13 and there was i I think unfortunately a sole 206 cart (laughs) entered in that class um so it was a good test day for them do you think they won in their class? Uh, they, I, I heard they finished. They finished. They put it on pole and then finished dead last in their in their uh, class. Unbelievable! So what a showing! Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, anyway, so these rental carts, they're not. They're a little faster than what you may think uh, for rental carts. Um, not entirely sure what the engine is, but they were open wheel. Well, they they were the Honda. Uh, what is it? Is it GX two seventy or two seventy GX? Either way. Um, but I, I think they were pretty similar to what F one Boston had for engines. 
Oh, okay. All right. Very nice. Very nice. But uh, let's see. We had a, about an hour practice, right? And then qualifying was not really that long. Yeah. Five minutes. Yeah. Practice was an hour long. Qualifying was five minutes. And then, um, but the <laughs> the practice that was supposed to start at 9 a.m. started at like 1030 I think it was or ten o'clock, something like that. So yeah, it was it was delayed. The yeah, and everyone was kind of delayed just because I think everyone slept in <laughs> for, <laughs> for lack of better excuse. Um, so yeah, uh, per, me personally, I wasn't a huge fan of that just because I had a long drive home afterwards. But I know mo- I think I was probably the furthest traveler to that race, if I had to guess. Um, I mean, oh, yeah. of the four of us, for sure. But I yeah. think of everybody, I think you were too. Yeah. So, I so I mean, it. Otherwise, <laughs> otherwise, a pretty smooth race, I would say, for the whole event. Um, which I, which I, I think we were all pretty pleased with. Right, and I mean, we had <clears throat> we had further discussion. On who would you know maybe start finish right and do the in between, mm-hmm. and you know I'll, I'll tell you our driver placement I think we hit it perfectly. Yeah, and we, really afterwards. <laughs> uh, we really maximized all of our strengths because I well and, and funny enough I have never done a Lamont start. Yeah, Nate, and, you got new. You got to enjoy that. <laughs> <laughs> well, enjoy it. Uh, I'll tell you it was. You know, put my uh, prior cross country and track and field skills to the test, and ran over to the cart as fast as I could. And I'll tell you, it was a, it was a really good start. Uh, we went from fifth on the grid, we qualified fifth on the grid, up to second at one point, built back to third. Uh, rained a little bit for, for um, within the first twenty minutes, right? And then I saw the two leaders pit. Separately, and then I and then at that point I knew I was leading, and so I was like, "Oh, sweet, I'm leading some laps here." And then we eventually came in for I think one or two of the stops. Um, I forget how many total pits. It ended up being like four or five, right? Something like that. Yeah. So the 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 quirky rule with this race is you had to make a minimum or yeah, you, sorry, there were twelve pit stops required that you had to make. Um, so over those four hours, we just had to figure out when we wanted to do that. Um, and we, we decided to get a lot of our pit stops, uh, done in the first half of the race and then have kind of minimal stops in the, in the second half. So once we kind of got into our, I guess, pit stop phase of the race where we were just, uh, coming in like ever so often, uh, we dropped down the leaderboard pretty pretty quick but that was because when you pit you lost a lap so you just had to um or because the timing beacon didn't run through the pit lane so uh you 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 know quote unquote lost a lap um because you pitted so uh from the timing and scoring aspect yeah we weren't doing great but on a strategy aspect we were putting ourselves ahead of the game to try and make it up later in the race well, and I'll tell you, Jake did a great job in his second hour. 
But I'll tell you, the timing of Nick getting in was so good. Because I'll tell you, I mean, I do enjoy driving in the rain, but I don't think anyone enjoys the rain driving more so than Nick does. And Nick put on an absolute clinic in driving in the rain in that third hour. Uh, Nick, dude, you were... I mean, I really enjoyed wow. it. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> when it started raining for the first start of my spin, I think I got in in about two hours, 15 minutes, and I was running for probably about 20 minutes when it just started to lightly drizzle that transitioned into literally like a consistent, you know, I'd say medium rain that just continued throughout the rest of my stint. And it was, it was a lot of fun. I mean, there's nothing like driving in the rain. You know, you have to really be patient with the cart. And uh, I feel like throughout my stint, it was a lot of, uh, you know, changing conditions. It would get more wet and it would maybe stop raining as much and then it would rain harder. So I felt like, just the dynamicness of racing in wet conditions is something that you can't really compare to driving on a dry track. So that was something that I really enjoyed a lot. And Nick, you had the luxury of during one of your pit stops, we put on wet tires, right? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) We put on some nice, uh, MG wet tires. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, no, (laughs) no. Uh, Driving on the rain is like completely different yeah than driving off bikes in the rain yeah so, so every, everyone in the rental car class uh had to race in slicks no no wet tires yeah i mean no, no easy task no. no means i think that driving on slicks in the rain it makes you really it makes you take a step back from you know driving on wet tires or even just in dry conditions or whatever, because, you know, you you really have to be so patient with the cart, and you have to find where the grip is on the track. And, I mean, Christian drove pretty much his whole stint in the wet as well, and I think we could both say that, you know, there were a lot of people on track that were not as patient and really suffered because of it. I mean, you know, we finished second, but I think that the cart that won the race was spinning out pretty much every other lap yeah i mean they they were definitely quick in the wet um because i mean even looking at the times they had like a second on us i i wasn't really too sure where they were getting that from but i mean i i mean i also wasn't when i hopped in the car it was definitely a reality check because i i had no practice in the wet at all on uh with these cards so i mean it was pretty much just trying to learn the track uh brand new but um (laughs) <laughs> i mean you didn't stop doing it i mean the track when you got in the car it was literally like it just started downpouring for a solid like 10 minutes yeah and it was it was really slick yeah like no it, i could tell it's more slick i think this time's like for everybody slowed down probably about five seconds yeah i mean i i when i went out there i was pretty much i think it was like five or six seconds at least off of what you were doing when you got out of the cart nick and i mean i what watching you definitely helped but there was definitely a, a timidness 
of me wanting to get off the 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 dry line and that yeah. definitely hindered a lot of my speed um but you your knowledge of this track that you had definitely helped in urging me to get off that line because there was the, the minute i deviated off the racing line there was so much more grip than there was on it like it, it was the the racing line is really rubbered in and it just it slicks up like crazy when it when you're in the wet um but yeah yeah i mean like, i mean like we no, mentioned like everyone everyone else was pretty much spinning more or less and that was one thing i just i didn't want to do either so i didn't mind going slower on the racing line versus having to spin the cart out you know recollect myself and then get back going again yeah i mean i think you did a great job given the conditions and the thing that makes it really difficult at that track is that it's kind of multi-use so they also use it as part of like a skid pad for like drifting and just the amount of rubber that's laid down like on certain portions of the track it really made you have to be like super selective with where you put the cart because even if you ran the the wet line you know it was still like super slick in some spots because of the amount of rubber that was on the track but you know you did a great job finding you know those different areas even when the track was completely soaked so we're, we're pretty lucky because you know to a certain level you know, you can drive in slicks in the rain, but once it reaches a certain point, you know, it's pretty much uncontrollable. And we were lucky that it wasn't like, you know, a ton of standing water on the track or anything like that, because otherwise I think it would have been a complete disaster. Yeah, definitely. I mean, t turn one was definitely the worst just because the, it was like repaved there too. And it just didn't matter what line you chose. It was just all slick right there. Yeah. I mean, no matter what you did, it was like the corner, the type of corner it was and just how the corner was, it was like you had no, no traction at all. Right. And it's like the only thing that you needed in that corner was front end grit, which you had none of. So <laughs> it, it, it's like you, you were constantly battling, just, you know, trying to get the cart to bite. And then when it did, it was like, then you had to battle getting on the power so that you could actually accelerate out of the corner. So it was definitely like a challenging scenario where I feel like we really excelled. You know, we, we had some difficulties that we overcame in the middle and the second half of the race where I feel like, you know, me and you having experience and also, you know, Nate and Jake, just really being able to put in solid laps all around, like Nate was saying, you know, the driver placement in those stints, I feel like really contributed to the good result that we had. Yeah, hundred percent. Definitely. And Nick, for, I guess the people that, the people that listen to this podcast, you know, the, the 10, 15 of them, I think it is, um, that Five. listen to this on, on a daily basis. What, what is your, level of experience that you have i mean i did a lot of racing and indoor karting for probably like three years and i continued that even when i started outdoor racing i mean i did uh, a lot of regional rotax racing and some national stuff uh, especially in the northeast for probably about 
four or five years and just continued, you know, racing in general throughout those years. I'd say combined, I probably have about a little bit more than like 12 or 13 years of racing experience. And even after I did racing and like, you know, some rental card stuff on the side, I was like a coach and a mechanic. So, you know, I, uh, I really enjoy racing a lot. I love it. I do a lot of sim racing and I feel like that really contributes to, you know, staying sharp whenever I could get back in the, in the car. I mean, I was honored to be a part of your guys' team, but the last time that I raced the car was probably like almost two years ago at this point. So it was definitely good to see that I was still sharp in the seat and I could definitely thank uh, us racing on the sim a lot for that. Very nice. Very, very nice. Well, I'm, I'm really glad you came onto the team because I, I knew you're definitely a fast driver at minimum, but, I mean, the rain skills, I was definitely looking at you. I was like, oh, my gosh, Nick, this is your stint. This, you have to go in this. <laughs> it's, it's just meant to be because I, I know how good of a rain racer you really are. And um, it's definitely no easy task for sure because, I mean, I've definitely had my hand in it and, even even when it started raining a little bit in my stint, I was like, okay, this is I have to back off like significantly because given the fact that we are on slicks, so I I really can't imagine what it was like out there during your stint and even Christian's because Christian had to deal with the a ton of rain as well. Yeah, no, I mean I remember I used to go to Oakland Valley. That was like my my home track that I used to race at all the time, do like club championships and stuff like that. I was a New York State champion there one time and club champion, I think, one or two years in a row. But I used to go there with my dad for, like, practice days, and sometimes it would be, like, pouring rain out there. My dad would be like, ugh, we can't go to the track. It's raining. And I would be like, no, we got to go to the track. I want to drive in the rain. <laughs> and yeah, right now we got to go. Like, <laughs> yeah. And I wouldn't even have, like, a set of rain tires to use, and I would just run slicks in like my my rotax car and it was just it was a, a lot of fun Ooh. you know just being able to experience that it's it's really it's it's a challenge but it's also a lot of fun and i enjoy it thoroughly and i enjoyed being a part of the team it was and it was an honor getting to run with you guys well nate i mean and Nate as well. I mean, it was it was really good to race with both you guys, even even having Jake there too, because we've all been <laughs> racing with with each other. Uh, I guess, for lack of a better way to explain, it, like we've been racing online with each other in on on video games, and like you know, the camaraderie was all already there and everything. But it was nice to like actually be there in person with one another, um, and that that was I think one thing that I was definitely looking forward to, regardless of however we did um i mean i came into this race kind of with like some low expectations but then you know i kind of got a good sense of the field pretty quick when when i showed up and i was like all right well you know what maybe we got a good chance so and sure enough we put in a good result yeah i mean i was talking to nate like beforehand i was like between all four of us i mean jake can't talk here tonight unfortunately but you know jake has done a ton of rent, rental kart racing. He's done some historic karting, and, you know, he races at Riverhead Raceway. He just completed his 
first full season, and I think that he was a really great factor to this team. Yeah. Um, but I think between the four of us, you know, we have a lot of really diverse and, you know, in-depth racing experience. I felt like we were a serious contender to win that race. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, there are other people that, you know, race a lot, but, you know, to race in dynamic conditions like that and especially in an endurance race where you know you got to drive for a prolonged amount of times it's really it really tests not only your driving ability and your endurance but your ability to adapt and i think that that race really highlighted that yeah no we we definitely got a got a fair our fair share of challenges thrown at us and i, I think we handled them all all really well for sure. Yeah. Well, well, let's let's go around. What, what would you say your favorite part of the race was, Nick? Oh, I mean, definitely the rain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that goes without saying, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, it just it, it really was meant to be your stint. I mean, uh, even, I mean, the weather gods, you know, felt that as well. Uh, Christian, what would you say your favorite part of the race was? I mean, I I like the I liked finishing the race. Uh, closing it out, but I I gotta say I really enjoyed the the strategy of trying to figure out when we should pit and whatnot because I mean by the time I got in the car like we we had all of our pit stops done so all I had to do was just bring the thing home and um and I think we pretty much had ourselves locked in second on barring like any other uh any other uh, odd incidents out there um to get us the win but. I mean, yeah, I, I I really enjoyed the strategy side of it all. Very nice, very nice. And Nate? Uh, well, my favorite part was, I mean, it's tough between the start and then leading laps. Uh, but those are probably my favorite parts of the the whole weekend. And of course, you know, spending time with all of the, you know, <clears throat> us doing putting the whole thing together and seeing it work out very well at the end is definitely rewarding. I swear, holding that card there on the starting line and seeing you jump into it and take <laughs> second place, man, that was awesome. <laughs> Heck yeah. No, it felt, my, I mean, the grin under my helmet at that moment was just ear to ear. And it was it was definitely a cool moment, for sure. And you know me, I love leading laps. So I was just all about, you know, <laughs> leading a few laps here. And it was just, it was just great. It was a great weekend. And Oh my gosh! I have to I have to give Alec a special shout out for he let he let me test one of his KA one hundred cards, and I just I got to rip that thing around the day before Saturday. Uh, so on Saturday, and uh, that was that was really nice. Um, so Alec Fidel, thank you very much for the card championship. That was really sweet. So, oh no, a really fun weekend I, I would say. I think we really owe a, a shout out to the NKC TKC guys. You know, just because they put on a, a pretty good show, and it was a lot of fun, I think, for everybody. And you know, it was it was a good endurance race. I think that altogether, you know, it came together nicely. Yeah, and and hey, sure. hey, we finished second. Yep, <laughs> definitely. So, so does that mean Christian gets to spectate your? joke with me sean or 
Like, how does that work? Uh, no. That's what I ask. It's the lawnmower wins with the lead lead driver for Red Mess Racing. <laughs> oh my Jesus. gosh. Wait, did I open up a Pandora's box? His, I? his words. His words. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh. Sean, I wish you were there. I, I think you would have had a fun time too. Hell, you should have driven with us. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> I think my driving days are done. <laughs> I think my driving days are done. <laughs> Well, uh, let's see. Do we have any anything else? Um, yeah, there's any a couple other... things. Yeah, I get a couple of news and notes. Yep, we can get into that. Um, yeah. I guess a quick touch on Super Formula. Rita Omo uh, Miata ended up winning the championship. Um, and uh, it's, and Liam Lawson came up short in second place, but just barely, um, with his teammate uh, Tomoko Najori finishing third. Uh, I guess the the bigger talking point of video that got <laughs> got passed around uh, on social media last this past weekend was the crash at 130R uh, between two drivers. Um, Thankfully, both are good, all okay. I think one of them ended up having a concussion. He had to miss the second race. Um, but uh, that it looks like that race did get cut short um, because they ended up, or at least looking at the results, there's some half points awarded as well. So I'm guessing that they just, um, based on the distance, they awarded half points and went forward with that. Uh, I, Because of me traveling down to New Jersey, I did not get a chance to watch the race. So I really do want to go back and watch it in a whole so but yeah um i guess other news that i have uh let's see what do we want to pick there's uh nick for you can you can buy um ferrari's version of the 499p the the modificata that's huge yeah, it it has more power. It, this is a what? What is that? Is it road legal or is it just track? Track. It's a track day car. Track oh, day car. So, yeah. So it's a part of the Corsa Cliente, uh, basically Ferrari's track ready program that you could basically purchase a car, and they're gonna you know take the car there. Their nice uh, trailer. They'll have all their technicians there to work on it for you. Mm-hmm. Many of the uh, listeners are interested. I'm sure it's a pretty hefty price to pay, but you definitely get what you're uh, what you're paying for. You get a lot of performance. Well, um, I think that's the fastest car besides the Formula One car that the Corsa Cliente offers. Now, it's probably right on par with it. The uh, the number that I saw is that you. You could purchase that car for a little bit more than five million, um, but <laughs> the other interesting oh number, God. the other in, the interesting number that they had right under it on on this uh, racer article was that you can you can, you can buy and take home a Porsche nine six three for only two point nine million. 
So, well, right. I mean, it, yeah, the, the 963, you, you can, you can buy and take home, but you're not going to get the, well, I mean, I'm, I'm sure you can get some, some, uh, factory support, but yeah. From my knowledge, I don't believe that Ferrari actually lets you take those cars home. No, no, that that's the the kicker in all of it. Like Porsche, Porsche will, but this Ferrari, you won't be able to take home. Yeah, so, so there's there's no reason to buy a Porsche then. Mm-hmm. It's less by nearly half, and you get to take it home. I mean, if you buy one of those cars, anything a five nine nine XX. Uh, FXXK, FXX, anything like that from Ferrari. It's basically in if you're in the states, Ferrari North America, or you know somewhere else in the world, wherever their headquarters are for that you know region or continent. That basically you know they're in charge of that car still, mm. and you're basically like developing a program of like R and D for them. Which you know, I don't know where that goes exactly, but <laughs> you're definitely helping uh, the car in red out for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, yeah. To, to Ferrari strategists on F1 for yeah. their uh, school of strategy learning or lack thereof. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, though, it's a pretty cool car. Oh yeah, uh, it's definitely cutting edge and. Also, in other um, news, Ferrari also unveiled their new uh, 296 GT uh, Challenge car this weekend, or this last weekend, at the Finale Mondiale, I think if I pronounce it right, at uh, Mugello. Yeah. So, that's ushering in a new era V6 twin-turbo car into the uh, Ferrari Challenge realm. For those who who get a kick out of that, but you know, still would like to see a, a V8 in there, but <laughs> doesn't look like that's gonna happen anymore. No, no. Well, well, I want to see V10 to F1, but we can't get that. So everybody's got the wish list. Um, yeah, exactly. I guess kind of keeping it within the WEC space. Uh, just for note, the season finale for that series is this weekend in Bahrain. There's an eight-hour race there, uh, so that'll be something to watch. If you don't want to watch the, uh, or if if you want to watch something on Saturday, you can watch that. Um, there's other reports going around that Audi is trying to get their GT3 car into Le Mans as well. Um, I'm not too sure on how this is going to get done because I know that they're. What do you mean? Well, that they've discontinued the haven't they discontinued right. the support for yeah. it yeah so they're don't, just, don't, they're just about to, don't worry they're about ready to discontinue their formula one support yeah, so they'll be back in wac yeah with the hypercar that's shelved in the yeah in the, that's in the probably factory. why they're trying yeah. to save face right now to get back yeah. in gt3 mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. all right mm-hmm. just to let you know on that front <clears throat> so Sauber could be up for sale again. Yeah. And um, again. <laughs> Aston Martin could be up for sale. So so do you think so Sauber like okay, 
if Am- if Andretti is going to purchase a team, do you think it would be more likely Daddy's Cash or Sauber? I um I think it might. I, I'm going to go this route. I think it would be Aston Martin, and I'm going to tell you the yeah. reason why. Because who are they going to engine partner with in two years? Cadillac. No. Who's Aston who? Martin going to partner Honda. with? Right. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So that's an, that's an out for Cadillac right there. And Andretti has a tie-in with Honda with Wayne Taylor Racing and IndyCar. That's an interesting point. And then... Do you think Cadillac just opts out? Yeah, they'll opt out. They'll opt out. And I think what would happen is I think Toyota's going to buy Sauber. I not a part of McLaren because remember that one Japanese group. No, 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 no. They they will be, they will be. McLaren McLaren, McLaren will get Toyota, Toyota Motors, and then Toyota oh, okay. will come back and buy Sauber as a factory team. Oh yeah, yeah. I like the sound of that. Didn't Aston Martin? I said I think Andretti's going to buy them because yeah. they're going to partner with Honda. Yeah. So, so that, that makes sense. Andretti's already Given with that Honda. The program. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. WTR Andretti is with Acura slash Honda. Yeah. So I sense. think that's what's going to happen. It just gives so it gives Cadillac an out. It's not a big deal. Yeah. It's not. It's not a big deal. No. That's that's just my take on it. Which means more Cadillacs just in WEC. Potentially. I would like that. That's why I think I think Audi's trying to get the GT3 car into whack. And they're basically saying we're committed to coming, whereas Mercedes, won't, like Mercedes, is on the out because they won't commit to a, a hypercar program. I got you. They okay. probably feel as if they don't need to, given their performance in F one. They're the regime, right? <laughs> and they already have enough support in WEC or IMSA because they have G three right. support. Whereas oh. Honda Acura yeah. is going on a new branding exercise with Honda. Yeah. So I could see, well, if you're already in, you're in, mm-hmm. and Honda's going to just back Andretti with Honda, Andretti's going to run the cash. Honda's going to just say, we're with them because they've, they're our technical partners, both in IMSA and potentially with WEC, as mm-hmm. well as IndyCar. Yeah. So that gives them more cachet. That's that. Now, another thing that happened today. I don't know if this guy's got his resume into Andretti yet. Oh, the, the, My, the Mike Mercedes Elliott, guy. the Mercedes yeah. chief technical officer, gave his notice yesterday. So he's on gardening leave. Is this the fall? Huh? Is this the is this the fall of the empire? No, it's just it's weird. Like all of a sudden, <laughs> so there's two teams that could be up for sale: Sauber, mm-hmm. Aston Martin. Andretti wants to get in. They probably don't have a chief technical officer. Sauber doesn't have a chief technical officer. Sauber has um, who's over there? Who's run the show over there? The guy from Williams there that left Williams to James Vowell. Uh, oh, uh, 
Whatever. He was tied with Mercedes. So yeah. he could be bringing him in mm-hmm. as a start on the Toyota front. So hmm. I don't I don't think Audi's ever going to see the day on the grid. I don't think so. They're either. more flaky. They're more flaky than Ford. Hmm. In terms of well, committing to racing programs. I don't know. I mean, look huh? at the Ford GT3. Yeah, the Ford. The, the Ford. Wait, what are you talking about, Nate? I'm so, let's no, just suck the Ford GT program that went three years and then it's like, oh, we'll pull the plug on it. Yeah, but that was with Chip Ganassi. I mean, he Nate, just wanted his Nate, Le Mans win. And Nate, like, what? It's what? not. Yeah, it wasn't Chip Ganassi wanted the win. It was Ford wanted the win, and Ford's like, okay, we'll commit to three years. They're, they're flaky. They're flaky with racing. I'm surprised they yeah, haven't pulled out is, a NASCAR. What is Chip yet. like? What is like Chip? It's like? not Chip. It's Ford. He likes winners. Nate. And Nate. Do you think Chip put any of his money into that program? I don't know. No, I'm going to tell you no. Okay, zero. Okay. All right, we'll, zero we'll go money. With that. We'll go with zero that. money, and I think he was pretty PO'd that Ford pulled the plug on it too, because he put a lot of resources into that program. Like money? No, like assets time, in terms time, time and people and expansion. Okay, and that's part of the reason I think he sold the NASCAR team was. You know, they kind of put him in a bind with that. Right. And, I mean, it was kind of like the right timing, too, for Justin Marks to get into NASCAR because he also wanted to get in because of how everything was changing with the new car, the next gen. Hey. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. I'm just rabbit hole. Sorry. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. All right, yeah, all right. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> that, had nothing, that had nothing to do no, with Justin No, I know. Marks. I know. I know. That I know, was like know, three years okay. after the fact. No, um, but it just so happens. It's just that, that Audi is Audi is Audi is like flaky with when they yeah. want to go yeah. to the next level. It's like their their whole thing is rallying in sports cars. Like, why did they ever get out of the world endurance? I have no yeah. idea. I mean, people question the same thing with Porsche. Why did you guys leave? And they were like, uh, and, and the reason is they have the same board. Yeah, yeah. It's Volkswagen Group. Oh, Volkswagen Group. Yeah. That 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 group that they don't know they can't decide what end they're gonna do mm-hmm. and like if you listen to interviews with old time Porsche guys um, that were there like Norbert Norbert Singer Alvin Springer you know these guys like they they don't get what goes on with the board they're like these guys are just you know to run a WEC program is much cheaper to run in a world than a Formula One program. Oh yeah, and you can make a case that you're running hybrid and all sorts of things. Where in Formula One, yeah, you're running the hybrid system, but you know it's like the development how much does cost. It contribute? Yeah, how much does it really contribute? You know, what's more and relatable? The other thing is, the other thing is, I feel like you know, teams like that you've seen just like dabble in WEC and stuff in the past couple of years, like you were saying, Sean, like you know, Van Audi, Wall. Toyota, Porsche. I mean, like, they basically, they contribute for a couple of years, you know, yeah. maybe five years tops. They win a couple of races, they gain, you know, attention from people, and then they just say, all right, we did what we needed to do, we'll come back in another that's, 10 years. That's what, like yeah, well, that. that's my fear with Cadillac right now. Mm-hmm. I, is, I, that's why, like, they're like, oh, we're all resources in on this. And it's like, pick one and just be in it, you know? Mm-hmm. Don't, yeah. You know, but I don't know. Anyways, that's that's that. That's all. That, I mean, I hope that they get involved in Formula One 
you know, I think that they've already kind of set the attitude that they're going to. But like you said, I mean, they can definitely still sneak out on this whole thing. Yeah. Without that. I mean, and they four, definitely have a lot of reason to as well. And four can get know? out of theirs too, because all theirs is a badging exercise. Mm-hmm. It's right. just, you know, you write a check for one year, and it's like, oh, sorry, we're out. You know, but but at the same time, you do look at a couple things like that new rally car that uh, Audi made last year that was raced by Carlos Sainz Senior. Oh yeah, with uh, that was basically a DTM engine that acted as a generator for a fully electric car where you know there's talks that formula one by 2026 is going to go to that kind of format where they're going to have an engine just powering a a generator to power an electric vehicle so i don't know i mean that's like a rumor still but that's kind of like you see it more and more as time goes on but that's what's going to happen so Oh, definitely be interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Other than that, um, did you cover just, the Fittipaldi's getting an IndyCar? Uh, well, oh, one of one of, them, one of them, but Enzo might be coming too. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what? Yep. Mm-hmm. That's, that's is it owner? No, 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 no. Not Emerson. No. Enzo. Enzo. Pietro's brother. Oh, 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 oh. It might be two. Like, might be two. Two. Yep. Uh, wait. Okay. So Pietro is in. Pietro is the Haas he's development he, driver. He's the Haas development driver, and he's going to Ray Hall Letterman. Yes. That's en- right. That's right. In the thirty car, replacing Jack Harvey. Enzo is in the Red Bull Junior program, program. but he did a test for Dale Coyne. Dale Coyne. Oh. Okay, so he okay. he could be. In as well. I'm looking for Ilot to go to Foyt. Well, mm. Roman Grosjean, right? He's gonna. I think he's going over to Yonkos. I think Roman to fill in for. I think Roman's Ilot. just gonna be driving Lamborghinis next year. I don't think he's gonna be driving that there. I think. You think he's hit his peak? Yeah, I think Ilot's going there, and the reason is going to Foyt. Going to Foyt because yes. I think Pensy's got an eye on him. That's right, because okay. Foyt, Foyt has this alliance right. now with Penske. Right. Yeah. Right. So the question is whether it's Peterson or Santino is still there. So it's question oh, is you got to get rid of Peterson. Who can write the bigger check? I think Santino. You know, he's definitely probably going to stay. I used to actually cart with him a little bit, but you know, I think he has the talent there. I haven't talked to his um, to his number one fan. Number one fan, yeah. I haven't talked to him yet about this. About this, yeah. But you saw him. I saw him, yeah. And yeah. We didn't discuss it. No. So. <laughs> his number one fan. Yeah. Um. The only other thing I got is um. This, this, I thought this was exciting news. Um, Mark Medeschitz, Dietrich's son. You got a $615 million payout from Red Bull for a dividend this year. Wow, nice. Uh, He owns uh, 49% of the company. 
So of the 1.6 billion profit that was paid out to shareholders, he got 615 mil. Wow. It's a nice payout. Yep. Nice payout and added to his net worth of 34.4 billion. Small share. Yeah. Anyways. A nice side gig. Put some 35th on the uh, Forbes list of real-time billionaires. Is he behind Toto? Uh, no. <laughs> let's let's take what, a look. What did, what did he... What list did he make? He, he He's on the billionaires list. He's a billionaire. And Toto. if you want to be technical, too, oh, he's go. a uh, Harvard so, professor, too, so, Sean. Yeah, and... and, and Nick DeVries goes to Harvard. Mm-hmm. Uh, Elon Musk is number one. Shock. I'm not shocked. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Bezos, number three. Larry Ellison, number four. Who's number two? Number two is the Bernard Arnoux family. Oh, they, that's, that's They right. own that's LVMH, right. yeah. which is like all Sorry. the French perfumes. Yeah. Uh, uh, that, that, is there a title René Arnoux in that? No. No, no. Okay, all right. No. Had to ask. I'm just scrolling down. Oh, Carlos Slim, backer of Sergio Perez, is number 13. Hmm. Let's keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. I don't see anyone. Don't see anyone, don't see anyone, don't see anyone, don't see anyone. I mean, you see people, you just don't know. I see people, but no, no one. Uh, no one's popping up that has any more racing background other than that hmm. so far. Getting there, I'm getting there. This Alpine investor, Travis Kelsey, his his god, his new girlfriend just crossed the billion mark. Does that put her on the list? No, no. You got to be these these people are like in the twenties of billions, tens of billions. All right. Oh, here we go, Nate. Here's one for you. Let's hear it, John Menard. Yes, Paul Menard's dad. 18, 18 billion. Oh, jeez. No wonder he's been sponsoring IndyCars and, and NASCARs for years. Mm-mm. Yeah, look at that. Hold on. We're checking. This is like uh, Formula One with Ferrari. We are checking. Slowly. Slowly. We are checking. <laughs> Sean, do you have a favorite Taylor Swift song? No, I hate Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, you just gotta shake it off sometimes, and right? I, and I, I hate uh, and I hate the Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> and it's not—it's not so much—it's not so much Mahomes and Kelsey. I can't stand um, Andy Reid. Hmm. Sorry, just my take. I like Bill Belichick better. Hey, yeah, no, I agree. no, don't. I just—I'm not an Andy Reid fan. What? I'm not an Andy right, Reid hey, fan. All right. Well, I guess I didn't read that in the room. Oh, here we go. Nate, here's a NASCAR thing. Let's hear it. Um, who sponsors Michael McDowell? Uh, Loves. Right. Judy Love and family. $10.2 billion. Oh, okay. That makes wow. sense. There you go. We're still checking. How far down the list are you at this point? I'm at. I'm, yeah, at, I'm right, in the like, hundreds. Hundreds. I was going to say. All right, so outside the top 100. Yeah. Past number 69. Right. Well past that, Nate. 
I'm trying to find out where, um, Jesus. Holy hell. Alright, well. No, I was just trying to find out where, um, RP ranks. How come John Menard doesn't own a team? Why? He sponsored, he sponsored you, like, every car well, that was in 80 you, Racing League. Can you do... Well, I know, but, like, can... It doesn't have... A, uh, no, no, no. Can you oh, do yeah, control, hold on. control no, F? No, no, hold on. <laughs> RP, 3.6 billion. He's 781. Wow. There you go. Top thousand. All right. There you go. You have it. It just says source, cars. <laughs> <laughs> that's good enough it's good enough <laughs> i didn't see toto on the list so. Mm. so oh wait a minute should i put him on the list i was gonna say you get bright what's it how do you, how do you spell his it's w-o wolf, wolf with two f's w-o yeah that's what i'm saying yeah. sean always... it's wolf as in Susie wolf toto wolf Seventeen. He's he, he's inside the top eighteen hundred. He's at seventeen ninety nine. One point six billion. Wow. Oh He's source. The top seventeen ninety nine as well. Sean. Sports. That's all it says. All right. All right. Yeah. All let's right. Wrap this up. Let's wrap it up. And yeah. on that note. Good night. Thank you guys for listening to the Redness Podcast, hosted by Christian Abbott. Sean Abbott and Nathan Lavin. It's produced by Christian Abbott and music is by Alex Wart and Harrison Taylor.